Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 149 and tonight's topic is Snowfall, season 5, episode 5, titled The Iliad. The description reads, a brutal attack leaves the Saint crew in chaos. And baby... This episode was straight chaos. So y'all already know how we do over here on this platform. We about to get into it. We about to break it down and we about to dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. So if you need to find me, I am on Facebook under Alicia Shanice, Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews, and you can um, email me at Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, DM, or email me for any special requests you might have for any recaps. It could be a TV show recap, a movie recap, a documentary recap, or a music album recap. You can hit me up, give me a couple days to get back to you, and I will get your request out within a week. And don't forget, you can always follow my music playlist, playlist exclusively on Spotify. Uh, all of the titles are under Shanice Loves. If you type that in and you click on that picture profile, it will take you to all of my music playlists. So on that note, let's get into the show and talk Snowfall. And don't forget, I will be on all weekend. I will drop my Bel Air recap tomorrow and my Big Sky recap. And then Sunday, I will be on for Power Book 4 Force and I will drop that recap. So let's talk Snowfall. Name is Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. So, this episode opened up, and it opened up with peace and calmness for about the first five minutes, and then it was straight chaos. It opens in the office. We got Veronique. She's on the phone. She's getting some good news. Franklin comes in with her soda, thinking of Vernus or Ginger Ale because looks like she wasn't feeling well. And she tells him that, you know, they got the deal on a property that they have really been wanting. And this is all of the money that they were talking about they had been investing in. This is like the real big deal. So, with that being said, they got to get all the money transferred to Panama, but they still need Louis and Jerome's cut. And remember, Leon said he ain't want nothing to do with it. So <clears throat> they go to the club. They meet with Jerome and Louis about the down payment and give Louis the forms like, here you go. Sign away. Franklin all happy. Like, Louis kind of looking like... um. Do I need a translator? You got to, you know what I'm saying? Can you translate this for me in English? Because, you know, Veronique is a lawyer. So she going on and on and Louie don't know what the fuck she's talking about. And I kind of feel where Aunt Louie is coming from. And I'm feeling her reluctance on this. Now, <clears throat> they want them to put 10 mil down. This is all they have saved up. And <clears throat> this is Franklin's dream. 
they don't they not really interested in this so louis like um we said we would think about it we never said we were gonna do it and we're happy and glad that you have your own dreams franklin but they're not ours baby and you know louis been tripping this season and i've been on her but i feel her and jerome on this one this 10 million dollars if it don't pan out hell this ain't even my dream i'm investing all of my money in this is your dream so they kind of go back and forth franklin he starts to get agitated he lowers the investment like look could y'all just give me five mil louis like nope her and jerome like we got our own plans so did y'all peep out Veronique's face while they was talking about this? I'm still not sure if I can trust her all the way. It could just be a pass with Franklin's females he's dealt with. I mean, we know what happened and panned out with Mel. True enough, he killed her father. So, you know what I'm saying? She, she, she had to get her get back. But, you know, shit went all the way shaky with him and Mel. And Tanasi she was you know playing both sides she was a double agent for man boy so you know it could just be his past where we're reluctant to trust any of his taste in women but it's something about veronique i don't know if we can trust her and then she's a lawyer she's getting all of these documents signed she knows everything and she was just sitting there and we don't know so I'm still trying to let their new relationship grow on me. I think it's just because on how they brought her in in season five and they're all all the way in. She's pregnant. They're living together. There's really no backstory on her. So a lot of people don't trust her as of yet. But I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. So Franklin leaves out super pissed. He like, they is some stubborn motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, that pride. And she gives him some type of breathing therapy child outside and she tells him like you know what maybe louie needs to hear it coming from somewhere else and she's talking about mama sissy so we get into the next scene and speaking of mama sissy she meets up with ruben the guy she's working with to help her take down teddy now he wants her to place a bug like a wire in franklin's office it looks like an ink pen but it's like a little bug and all I could think of was major red flag mama. Mama sissy. Uh-uh. Don't don't do it. Don't 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 pull it out him. So he tells her like, "Look, if you want to take out the CIA, we can take Teddy out. But when we take Teddy out, it's going to be 10 more agents right behind him. We need to come at this hard, so I'm going to need to know your son's whole operation and everything he's into." And Mama Sissy being Mama Sissy like, look, I agreed to help you take Teddy McDonald down. But putting a book to get information on my son, that's a whole nother motherfucking thing. <laughs> I love Mama Sissy. She like, look, I want Teddy, but not at the risk of betraying my son. So he tells her like, look, take the pen. You know, it's like a little pen book. He like, and do whatever you decide to do with it. So she took the pen. So we don't know what she's going to do with it. And with the episode going the way it did, who knows what panic will lead her to. So we get into the next scene. And Franklin goes to do a drop. With meeting, he meeting up with Gustavo and Teddy. And we see Peaches is out sick. So he got a whole new guy with them this time. 
Now, while they pull up doing the drop, you know how Teddy is. As soon as he see a new face, he like, hold on, who, 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 who is this? And Franklin like, you know, Peaches is out sick. He like, you giving out sick days now? <laughs> but Franklin like, look, you got to take care of your peoples or they'll betray you. So they kept throwing hints out about betrayal and Peaches being sick. But I think it's just to throw the viewers off. Peaches is one of the most loyal soldiers from, you know, in the earlier season. So I don't think he betrayed Franklin. But they did kept throwing out certain things. Now, I have a theory of who this could be, but I'm going to wait to the end. So um. <clears throat> As they're about to do the drop, before they can even, you know, get everything out, some dudes pull up, they in a van, and they get to spraying. Franklin, new security guy, he get hit on the first damn day. Pop, took out. Now, Teddy gets the firing back, and he gets one of their ass. He gets the guy in the driver's seat, but he gets hit. And he hops in Gustavo's car and dips the fuck out. So Gustavo runs over to Franklin's car. Franklin get the spraying with his little gun. And these dudes got some serious ammo. So, you know, he ain't really, he ain't really doing nothing. Gustavo get the shooting back. He get hit. And, you know, the dudes in the van, they had some ammo with them. They had some ammo with them and they busting like crazy. But Franklin, you know, he hops up in his car and he puts that big ass car and bangs straight into that motherfucking van, skirting off. So as they're driving the car, it starts stalling and they land in the wrong neighborhood. Franklin wraps up Gustavo's arm from the gunshot wound. And now they're walking around the wrong neighborhood, which is a gang neighborhood with three mil cash on them in bags so we get into the next scene teddy he and gustavo car he bleeding out he's swerving looking like he about to lose his ninth life he pulls over goes straight to the back of the trunk cuts open a bag of that cocaina takes a hit rubs some of it on a gunshot wound and he rejuvenates himself child he gets in that car and peels off so we get into the next scene gustavo you know they walking around the neighborhood because now they got to find a phone the, the car didn't messed up gustavo don't have a pistol on him no more and franklin he got a pistol but he ain't got no damn bullets so frank gustavo like who was that after you and Franklin, like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you ain't recognize the car. He like, drive-bys don't come in their own car, Gustavo. And plus, the people I roll with now, they they mostly rock suits. You know, I don't know who that was. They could have been after you. And Gustavo, like, no, they weren't after me. I had the CIA in the car with me. And Franklin, like, the CIA, that's the same CIA officer who just pulled off in your car and left us. And that's when Gustavo tells him, like, you know, Teddy was hit, too. So, um, they walk up, they find a payphone, and they got three mil cash in them and two bags, and they in a gang neighborhood. So, we know this is not about to be good from the start of it. It cuts to the next scene, and we get Mama Sissy and Veronique. They meet up with Louis and Jerome, and 
Mama Sissy tries to talk to them. She tells them, like, look, this operation, this whole empire that you guys are building, it will eventually crumble. You guys need to come up with the out plan. You need to come up with a way out or it's not going to be good. And Louie looking like, look, first of all, Veronique, I don't need you to apologize for Franklin. And second of all, I'm not trying to be out here in this hot ass sun sweating out my damn edges having the same second conversation twice. <laughs> now, Louie been getting on my uh, nerves this whole season five, but this episode, she was giving me life child. Louie had me cracking up with her one liners. And, you know, she ain't trying to hear it. She ain't trying to hear it. And Mama Sissy trying to talk to her like, look, it ain't, it ain't all about you just joining the business with Franklin or investing in his dream. But we need to come up with the out plan because this is going to crumble. It's going to crumble. So while they're discussing everything, Louis and Jerome start getting those 911 pages so they know something is wrong. So Jerome, he takes off and goes to a payphone. Remember, this is still the 80s. Everybody wasn't rocking cell phones, but they had pagers. So he goes to a sit um to a payphone. We got dude, he on the phone talking about a blockbuster movie. And Jerome basically Suge Knights his ass and takes the payphone from him, Suge Knight style. Free Suge Knight, by the way. So it cuts to the next scene and we go over to the projects and Leon, you know, Leon, bless his heart. He, he trying to preach, you know, to the homies. He, he, you know, he trying to, you know, preach the, you know, the honorable brother Malcolm X by any means necessary structure and the homies, you know, they, they ain't really trying to hear all that they arguing back and forth about how to spell words you got you know dude the main goon he going off on little, you know genius hustler you know it's just a lot going on in the pjs at the same time leon pager is going off and they so busy going back and forth he preaching they arguing he don't even see the damn pager is blowing up and it's 911 for franklin so we go to the next scene and jerome he calls Franklin and Franklin tells him like they got hit at the drop and he tells him what neighborhood he is in and that he is stranded. So while he on the phone getting all this information, he see the car rolling up. So he can already tell it's about to be a drive by. So he call out for Louie name and he run over there. And when he run over there, this team, whoever after the St. Crew, they not playing. They is seriously loaded. They got ammo on ammo, and they came spraying. So, of course, it's always the innocent bystanders who get hit. So, they came out spraying hard, but Louie and Jerome, they got the busting back, but they weren't ready for what this car had in a car with them. And, you know, as usual, like I said, it was plenty of innocent people that got hit in this drive-by at this restaurant. So, Franklin hears it over the phone. He hears all the gunshots, so he basically knows what's going on. And then some gang members approach him and Oso, like, you know, asking them what's in the bag and, you know, what happened to Oso arm because they can tell you know he he bleeding so they get to pressing franklin and also pretty hard but franklin pulls out his piece but he ain't got no bullets in it now when he pulls out his piece all of them leave they run off 
except little tough ass. <laughs> he talking about some, I ain't no rocker, no riker. I ain't running nowhere. <laughs> so why little tough goon, he's sitting there talking shit. Then a whole bunch of other goons come from all other corners. You know, all Osoka say is like, look, run. So they get the running. The little gang members get the chasing after them. And it cuts back at the restaurant scene. And we just see all of these innocent bystanders dead on the ground, bleeding out. We see a woman hovering, hovering over a man's body. She's screaming for help. Mama Sissy is laying on the ground. They help her up. And Louie like, we gots to go. So Mama Sissy see everybody on the ground. And she's like, we need to help them call an ambulance. And Louie like, no, we got to get the fuck out of here. So... You know, they peel off running and Veronique like, give me the guns when they hear the police. So she puts the guns in her purse. Child, I, I just don't know about Veronique yet. I don't I don't know. By next episode, we'll know a little bit more about Veronique. But I don't know if we can trust her. But she puts the guns in her purse and it cuts to, well, the police pull up and they roll up on them hard. They like, put your hands up, put your hands up. They go after Jerome like, what was this, you know, a beef with another with another hustler over, you know what I'm saying, some dope. And they make them put their hands up, put them on the ground. The police pull up like, not today. So, you know, they got them quick. So it cuts to the next scene. And Franklin and also, they still running. <laughs> Why they? Why they running? Franklin peeled it off. And he like he like, oh so hurry your ass. <laughs> so they end up running under some building. And Franklin ends up telling him like his people got hit too. Cause Oso was asking, was his people coming to pick them up? So he figured, you know, Oso, um, Franklin figures out like somebody is after my whole family. So it cuts to the next scene and the cops they um come at Jerome, Sissy, Louie, um, and uh Veronique hard. Like they ain't playing. They come at them hard. Veronique end up having some type of fake panic attack to throw them off so they don't search her purse. And Louie, she reminded me of Wanda because she get to talking real fast. She like, officer, you know, I'm a CI for, you know, Officer Bitch Ass Buckley. And if you call him, he always said that you can always call him. She go Wanda mode, child. <laughs> So the cop like, I'm a I'm a double check, but you better not be lying. So he calls bitch ass Buckley. So we get into the next scene. And some lady out on a run, she out jogging, she come home. She got a shot up car sprayed up with bullets in her driveway, blood trails leading all the way to her kitchen. And you know, she go in the house, she all calm. She like, who's bleeding in my house? And I'm like, what the fuck is this bitch calm as hell? Like, girl. <laughs> and when she gets in the house, who do we see on the floor? Bloody Teddy, who she called Thomas. I swear this man got about 100 alias names. So we find out her name is Parissa. She picks up the phone and he like, no, no, you know, no cops, no ambulance. So she tells him she'll help him. But of course, it's going to cost him a quarter meal. Now, this was interesting. She grabbed 
the big yellow dishwashing gloves to help him. And she mentioned like, um, you can never be too careful with blood now because, you know, she works at the hospital and one of the nurses at the hospital caught HIV from one of the patients. And remember how we've been talking about, you know, even how we're assuming what's going on with peaches, but we're not sure that it was an epidemic with the HIV AIDS crisis in the eighties. So you see how they're slowly working this into the storyline. So we also see she made a comment. She like, you know, we find out he was paying her money, but he vanished on her. So she also knows that he's CIA and this bitch is loco herself. She's, she's her, her, she, she kind of bananas and we going to get to, she's, she's, she's loco, but (laughs) We see they got some type of thing that they had going on. I don't know what he was paying her for, but I'm sure we're going to find much more out about Miss Parissa next week. So we get into the next scene. And Leon was so busy arguing with the homies, he missed all the 911 pages from Franklin. So when he finally, you know, calling back to back, Franklin, you know, he ain't by that payphone no more. He didn't been ran off. So they leave to meet up with Avi. And when they meet up with Avi, we see Avi, he kept his word and delivered as promised. He got all the big ammo for him. But now Leo, Leon, like, you know, change of plans. The only thing we need is guns and, you know, handguns and shotguns. Now, while they're talking and negotiating, they get hit. Dudes pull up spraying. And whoever the hell this is, they crew ain't playing they rode up on franklin hard at the restaurant hard and they came down on leon them hard and the first person who it seemed like got hit was ivy boy and we know how ivy is ivy ivy let loose ivy let loose and leon leon does what leon does he he went chasing after that damn car <laughs> he went out busting he went out busting so hard he sprayed one of their ass on the ground and you know, it kind of messed him up in a way, you know, like when he seen dude laying on the ground, he preaching about, you know, we got to take care of our peoples. We got to do this and we got to do that. We can tell Leon ain't really with killing his own people no more. Like now he all about, you know, being a revolutionary, you know what I'm saying? But he ain't been the same since he killed Latiana, Scully and Khadijah daughter. That messed him up. So, you know, the old Leon Hill, he back, you know, the old Leon a season ago before that, he would have been like seeing a nigga on the ground dead and got the shooting again. But this messed him up. We can tell Leon is not the same Leon. So, you know, they search him, but dude ain't got no identification, of course. And they still don't know who he is. They take the the bandana off and they don't know what crew he from, what set he from, what hood he from. Don't nobody know who the hell these people is. But I got a theory, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to the end. So... We get into the next scene, and Franklin and Gustavo, they're still hiding out. Franklin is talking about how, you know, the morning started off looking bright for his future. They have finally got, you know, really good news from the building, and he tells them that Veronique is pregnant, and now look at the situation he's in, and Gustavo, like, shit, this morning I woke up, I was making dinosaur pancakes and shit. (laughs) So, we get into, well, we stay at that scene for a minute, and they decide it's quiet, 
you know, the gang members, they didn't peeled off somewhere. So the best thing to do is find an empty house, break in it just to use the phone. And they leave the money in that underbuilding. So that money, that three mil is gone. It is it, gone. So we get into the next scene and we go back to the restaurant and we got Bo bitch ass Buckley. He shows up. I mean, he does help them out with the cops so they can get free as long as they give him a proper thank you. So <laughs> Jerome ain't with it. Jerome child, Jerome cuss his ass out and you know, Buckley with his badge high ass. Jerome like, you sniff so much damn coke, you look like a damn vacuum cleaner, nigga. <laughs> you gotta love Uncle Jerome. I don't care. That's 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 definitely a character favorite. That's the fan fave right there, Uncle Jerome. So um they get let go. They get let go. I'm telling you, Jerome. He is definitely a fan favorite. He's one of, Leon is my favorite character out of this out of this series, but Jerome is one too. I, my favorite scene with Jerome and Louie. Let me do a little flashback real quick. I'm coming, y'all. I'm coming. But in, that's in season two when after Louie got into that real big fight with Claudia and had to go back to his house and, you know, her face was all bruised up and he brought all that money out. And then he told her, like, you ain't about the respect. You know, it ain't about the money. It's about the respect. Love you, baby. She like, I love you too. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I gotta say that black love. But anyway, I love you some Jerome and Louis. So we get into the next scene. Child. <laughs> All right, let me get it together. This episode was fire. This episode was fire. We got the freak doctor, Parissa. She performing an at-home surgery on Teddy, telling him all her inner fantasies as a child. She does the surgery, pleasures herself in front of the patient Teddy. Listen, this bitch is crazy, okay? She's straight bananas. Teddy's so high, he don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, ain't you performing surgery? And she goes into telling him her most inner deepest secrets about her fantasies. Then she pla child. Did you wash your hands, bitch? But okay, no, listen. So we get into the next scene. Franklin and Oso, they break into a zoo house, child. And when they go to use the phone, the phone is dead. Some crazy looking man come out looking like a serial killer and shoots them with like this tranquilizer type thing. And he got stuffed bears all in the house. And, you know, Franklin, like, are you going to stuff us? And he like, no, you too skinny. But him, he a do. Now, Franklin high out his mind from the tranquilizer. He like, oh, so he going he gonna to stuff you, bro. <laughs> Child, this episode, listen. Listen, this episode was something. So it goes. And, and then Franklin was so out of it. He like, run, oh so run. He goes stuff you. But anyway, it goes to the next scene. And the freak doctor, she um ends up grabbing Teddy Keys because she like this the wrong neighborhood to just be having a sprayed up bullet sprayed card in my driveway. So she goes to move the car and of course she goes and looks in the trunk first and she finds the bags of cocaina so ain't no telling what she about to do with that because you know we can see parissa is bananas 
So we go into the next scene. And Leon and the homies, they meet up at the club with Jerome and Louie, Mama Sissy, Veronique. And, you know, they all come to the conclusion, like, look, whoever did this hit, they knew exactly where we were going to be at. And, you know what I'm saying, it was somebody on the inside. It was somebody close. Now, ironically, Peaches was off sick. Now, we know Peaches has been sick since season five started. They trying to put it in the air like it could be Peaches, but Peaches too loyal. It won Peaches, and Peaches is definitely sick. I'm thinking that it's, you know, what we were talking about before. It could be HIV. Who knows? I think that I think they're working that into the storyline, but Peaches is too loyal. I think they're just trying to throw the fans off. And then they mention, like, okay, well, all this happened on the day that Black Diamond and Dallas was off. And we know they only loyal to the highest bidder. So who knows? Hell, they could be dead for all we know, or they could have, you know, been on some setup shit. So... Everybody go to get answers. Leon and his Leon and the homies, they go to lead to get answers from Black Diamond and Dallas and Jerome go to check up on Peaches because that's his day one. You know, he brought Peaches around. He know him better than anybody. So it cuts to the next scene and we go to the zoo house and Franklin and also they wake up caged up next to a motherfucking tiger child. The serial killer come out. Child, listen. I don't know what's what's up with the serial killer and his tiger and his zoo house, but Franklin need to get the hell out of there, like like or right away. Now, before Franklin woke up, he was dreaming, right? And he kept saying, "I grew up with you. I loved you." Now, who you think he was talking about? I don't think it was Pretty Girl Mel. I think it was Kevin. And the reason I think it's Kevin is because they bring in Kevin's brother to the series this season. So is Kevin's brother going to be ready for payback? Could this be Kevin's brother's crew? Who knows? Who knows? But I'm about to play this trailer for you guys. And that was my episode recap for episode five. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I got to play the trailer. We will talk about that. And then I got to sleep up. So here is the trailer. It's going to be episode six, titled The Iliad Part Two. So this is a part two episode. Focus on finding my son. Child, this damn tiger. If they don't get this shit, child, listen, this was some, this is some great writing. Snowfall, I ain't gonna lie, it's one of the best shows out. It, it just is. It's really great writing, it's authentic. But this damn tiger, hell, they don't kill this damn serial killer. But it looked like uh it's gonna be a lot of more guns draw because it looked like Leon and Jerome going trying to figure out who doing this and you know get they get back. Now, all I'm thinking is that they <clears throat> They're trying to throw us off with the Peaches thing. Peaches is too loyal. Black Diamond and Dallas, they only loyal to the highest bidder, so who knows? It could be them. But they are bringing Kevin's older brother into the series this season. So I don't know. I'm thinking maybe he could, you know what I'm saying, be the man in his own right, and this could be his crew coming for payback about his brother. Who the hell knows? Who I don't know who could be after them. I don't think it's Scully. It could be Man Boy's crew because, you know, Man Boy got took out. and. It could be his section. So 
who knows but i can't wait it look like next week is gonna be filled with action and that damn tiger okay and we already know teddy as soon as he back healed on his 11th life he gonna cause more trouble as well so that was my recap for episode five i hope you guys enjoyed it and i have a sleeper for you guys in my joe budden style shout out to the motherfucking pod father all right that's one of the best podcasts in the game i'm just i'm just saying i'm just saying he inspires me he inspires me so here is my sleeper i hope you guys enjoy My little homie just came home from college, he just visited. Came home from Christmas, say his mama never been missing. No. He not from the hood, say his folks ain't had to struggle. He ain't never sold no dope, he ain't never been in trouble. He just wanna hit the club and go and kick it with some bitches and they friends. He pull up in that new 550 bin. It look pretty, look sexy, sexy bitch. Acting messy, shaking all up on the homie, trying to make her nigga jealous. Now you know how niggas get. They put bitches over money. Now he hot, cause his partner see this shit and think it's funny. Say if homie think he fucking got another thing coming, call a homie in the club parking lot and started dumping. God damn, God damn, damn it, they just got the homie. They just ran up and just shot the homie. God damn, say it's not the homie. God damn it, they just got the homie. I say, damn it, they just got my homie. They just ran up and just shot my homie. God damn, say it's not my homie. God damn, they just got my homie. I can't let it slide, they just got my homie down. We loading up the choppers, about to take a ride around. My little homie ain't no killer, he ain't never brought no nigga. He the type of cat that never had no reason for no pistol. Man, them back in high school, fucking with the sister.
All been good, they shot the homie. I said, I'm bugging cause they probably the homie. Probably it's my fault that they won't pop the homie. They just got the homie. All been good, they shot the homie. I said, I'm bugging cause they probably the homie. Probably my fault that they won't pop the homie. That was Don Drip, little homie. I ain't gonna lie, my brother put me on that song. Don Drip, very, very, very slept on artist. He got some dope, dope music. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Shout out to my beautiful, dope podcast family. Don't let nobody tell you you guys ain't dope because y'all dope. And I thank you for your support. It's the weekend approaching, so I do want to tell you guys to have a beautiful, safe, happy, good energy. Protect your energy, because I'm telling you, it's a lot of negative vibes out here. Don't let nobody kill your vibe, do you. So I hope you guys have a safe weekend. If you step out, be safe doing so. Enjoy yourself. I will be dropping content all weekend. I will have my Bel Air recap out in the morning, and I will have Big Sky out early in the day as well. I will be back on Sunday for Power Book 4 Force, and, you know, I'll be back next week for Snowfall. So on that note, it's your girl Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show. With your girl, Shanice.